0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Don't Feed the Trolls. This week, we've got huge news. Huge, uh, ju- huge news. It's huge. Huge. Uh, huge. Uh, June seventeenth, June Sherwood—that's Nate's band—came out with an album called *Some Things Never Leave You*, and you can listen to Nate sing you songs to sleep, to work, wherever you want. On Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, whatever. Just search Some Things Never Leave You or search Sherwood. It's the first thing that pops up because they have a new album. Why is this relevant to our podcast? Because so many trolls had to be starved to make this album. An unbelievable <laughs> amount of trolls lay starving uh, in the wake of this album. Oh. And maybe we could talk a bit about that uh, coming up. I mean, previous your previous album, uh, Q, came out in 2009. Nate, that's a seven-year musical famine for Sherwood.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's such a great metaphor for the Bible. And all the famines <laughs> of seven years, you know, the seven droughts. Seven
0: years, yes. The seven years of corn rose up and ate Sherwood's music.
1: Exactly. We had a seven-year drought um a 7 year itch 7 year um, itch
0: after the drought yeah can can you have the 7 year uh-huh. itch after not doing something that
1: you want to do well i think again? the 7 year itch makes you want to do something else so that wouldn't be a good example for this um but, well you want to do something else like
0: another sherwood album cuz you weren't no, doing that true. for 7 that's years
1: true. yeah i i know and it's funny because this podcast intro has been a new sherwood song oh back it, home it, it, it,
0: it's called back home that's that's the track five on the on the new record
1: yeah track five on the new record is our podcast intro uh we did that back in january that's how long we've been waiting to put this record out what six months because that's speaking speaking of trolls it takes six months to put out an album because you have to have people yell at you to do stuff and get stuff made (laughs) yeah Um, but but this case i think it was just the vinyl that was slow but um it's a
0: long it's a long process and uh you know, I've been working with, with Nate and both Nate and Dan from Sherwood uh, to release their new album on BC Music, which is part of my label gig. Uh, and yes, hmm. the albums take a long time and they take teams of people to do properly and do a, do a good job of it. But why don't we? Why don't you just explain to us this album, um, what it is, what it means to you? Maybe we can go go through some of the songs and sample some stuff for people. Because honestly, you guys, this is not like a, you know, we're not trying to like promote totally, but we are a little bit. Uh, The reason for this podcast is kind of an answer to uh, what "Don't Feed the Trolls" is. How are we supposed to tell people not to feed their trolls if we're not um, sharing uh, sharing our own victories in, in that in that realm? And I really do see that this album is a victory. I mean, you guys just to get mm. to this point, mm-hmm. there's so much band uh, drama, for lack of a better word. Yeah, um, you guys live all over the country. You you know, you're not in the same room together. Um, you've all gone into different uh fields of work
1: so why this album i was you know i was telling on a, a interview i did the other day that like you know being in a band you don't realize what you're signing up for and if you have a little bit of success then you're going to get bugged about whatever you did the rest of your life
2: like right.
1: right? there are bands on obscure record labels that put out records 20 years ago and someone at a grocery store goes hey you look like that guy in this band I used to like. And the guy looks over and he goes, I was in that band, jerk. And then he walks out, you know? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you're a part of this weird marriage and it stays with you the rest of your life. Um, So, man, honestly, I was just so tired of Dan emailing me and all this bullshit that we had to deal with all the time. (laughs) Just like, why don't we make this stupid album? We broke up this band, and you can't let it go, and I can't let it go, and people are still tweeting at us. And what the hell? It's yeah, just- for the audience, uh, the Dan he's talking about is
0: is Dan Koch, who was on our uh, Self Awareness episode. If you uh, want to meet Dan and get get some insight into who he is, you can just listen to that episode. If you if you've already listened, then you know very well that Dan is you know w- one big. Part I. I don't know. I would say half of the kind of the leadership of Sherwood, and so yeah. you guys have a long, uh, a long history of, of you know the the right amount of butting heads, um, maybe
1: even maybe even more so <laughs> than
0: than the right amount.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Dan Dan and I are like we're like the two parts of dysfunctional Captain Planet. You know what I mean? Uh, for. Th- for those of you who don't know, that's an awesome TV show of like how people come together. With, their, with our powers combined, yeah, we form. So, and in some senses, we're we're the head and the heart of of Sherwood and Joe and the rest of the guys were the arms and the legs. But right, yeah, we, we kind of make up one normal lead singer. Like you have a lot of the skills that a normal lead singer has, which is like writes songs, sings, lyrics, and then the band kind of forms around these these talents. But Mm -hmm. Dan and I kind of had it split down the middle talent-wise. You know, we kind of needed each other, and that was kind of good and bad. So I don't know, man. I mean, some things never leave you. Uh, It's like the good memories never leave in some senses. You remember these great times you had with these band guys, making music, traveling, Um, and our fan base never left us. Let's, let's be real. I mean, that's a huge part of it. Um, you guys were able to,
0: you guys were able to, to make a crowdfund campaign that was, um, over fully funded, uh, you know, crush your goal. And this is seven years after putting out music. People are still, people are interested in giving you their money without even hearing what you've done yet. Because they know, yeah. based on your previous work, that it will be good. So you have you have fans, and you still have fans. So it must have been pretty good work, your previous work, because people I are still around. They're not, they haven't moved on.
1: And that's an honor. Some it's things nice never day. left them. Some things never left them. When the <laughs> we gave them just there, the old-fashioned rockin', so Matt, and, learn they learn and they couldn't get over it. <laughs> So, you guys uh, were always
0: like a softer band than, than my band, and I always was uh, jealous of that. And I know grass is always greener on the other side, but you know yeah. you talk about rocking, and I just I remember you know at some point in in 2008 or nine, I, I realized I just didn't want to be an aerobics instructor on stage anymore, trying yeah. to get the crowd going. You know, <laughs> I wanted We'd to play ter- an actual guitar and be an actual musician. And uh, that was kind of like our, that was like our, our, the whole thing in the scene that we were in was like, yeah, jump around. Yeah. And you guys this, were, you guys were more of a a bandy band. You know, you all played your instruments and, and, you know, you jumped around a bit, but like, you weren't like, it wasn't about a month. It's funny.
1: A band is almost like the progression of a normal human life. You look back 10 years ago and you're like, bleach, frosty tips, and... <laughs> Pack Nor t-shirts and Jinko jeans, and you're like, "What the hell? <laughs> like, what was I wearing? <laughs> what, what you know what doing? I mean?" Yeah. And You know, you look back on yourself, just like you look back on your band. You go, "Oh man, what were we doing?" But yeah, so um, some life experience. You know, I wish we had this life experience when we originally started writing our band uh, song, writing our band songs, because uh, there's just more to write about now. And everything kind of comes full circle. You have a little bit of downtime, and it's like, to me, it kind of felt like I always wanted to do another record, and now, more than ever, it feels like that timing could be coming to a close. Right. Like, getting busier and busier by the moment, and... I tried to explain this to Dan. I was like, ah, "Dude, I can't wait till you have a couple kids because you're going to call me and apologize for all these <laughs> lame things you've done to me
3: in the well, last well
0: it's, six it, months." It, it is kind of <laughs> I know it's kind of smug to say, but like my friends who are like I mean Dan's married and he has a job and you know that that whole thing, um, so he can relate in some some regards to um, to adult adulting adult life. But uh, my friends who are single. And are they're, they're like, man, I'm just so busy. I'm like, you have no. It's sort of like, it's that's cute. That's cute that you're busy. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. Or it's like you that's know, college nice. kids. They're like, I'm so busy. I'm like, why do you have time for six hours of intramural sports all day long? Like, yeah, like you're so busy, so you can play video games for two hours a day.
3: <laughs> yeah. Enjoy
2: it now.
1: I'm sure I could get so much more busier. That's the scary thing. Yeah. Like if I'm busy now, holy crap, we could get so much busier. So um, <laughs> well, ju- well, so, well, jump. Yeah.
0: yeah, let's jump into the record. Let's talk about some of these songs. And uh, yeah, I imagine you're gonna splice in some of the tunes and parts and interweave. Yeah, it. totally, totally, um, totally. Outside in. What? Yeah. What? What is that? What does that say to you? What does that do to you? It's the opening track on the record. Um. What does it mean? How does it feel?
1: Some people like to know what songs mean. Some people don't like to know what songs mean. I remember rewriting the intro uh, lyrics to this. Dan had different lyrics. And I kind of said, you know, like... I kind of changed the lines to the intro. In the wake of morning light, these thoughts that I can't defend. Um, it's like the opening line of the record. What a great, what a great line. Um,
0: waking up to thoughts. uh
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know. Are you are you one of those people who have a busy mind and you're tortured by your thoughts? I don't know. I've always struggled with this. I always feel like our career felt that way. Just. Yeah. Some days, man, we were on cloud nine, and then some days I was just like, oh, gosh, what the hell am I doing?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what am I doing in this van on warp tour in the jungle? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, dude, like it was just this, and then then like we'd get a phone call and like, guys, you're getting this whole free thing, um, and you're getting hooked up, and you're gonna be on this tour, and like this sponsor, and you're gonna get free cell phones. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, and you you, you feel just great.
0: Dopamine receptors just going nuts. You're getting stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But um, but this song, I just think to me, a lot of this record is about kind of like us coming to a- a- an age where we believe our own things. Right. We fully moved on from here's the things you have to believe, here's the thing you have to say. You know what I mean? I don't have to believe these things about... Uh, uh life All um right. truths that i've been told are truths are they true um oh i don't have to vote for this person oh i don't have to live in this state oh you know what i mean like i don't know just right. some people get that maturity early i didn't i don't know why but i was just a, a very naive kid a lot of th- experiences my friends were doing things and messing around with girls and i didn't even know i was i didn't even know i was a male you know what i mean <laughs> Like, oh, I'm a boy, I got boy parts,
3: okay.
2: get closer to you yeah
1: and the next one's kind of a dancey cool song uh, closer to you it took a there's like a blink 182 version of this song that we did with Reliant K that didn't make it
0: oh really yeah
1: yeah and then it kind of turned back into the it just didn't fit the record and then it kind of became this version wow um very blink 182 style maybe we'll release it as a b-side wow that's funny i didn't
0: didn't realize that i love the, the the rhythm and the feel of this song i think it's really cool
1: It was the hardest song to write. It went through a lot of different versions. Right. Um, The chorus was something... The the chorus was...
3: Won't you come out and let Let me come come over.
1: over. That was a chorus. It was Super Blink-182. And then we kind of thought... Are we really that band? No, we're not. So So that became the bridge. That became the bridge. I wrote that line as the chorus when Dan sent me over this song. And I think that line is... catchiest part of the song and i'm well, super biased
0: it's always great to have a have a nice catchy bridge
1: well i just like that line and
3: that and
1: i was like won't you come out or let me come over um and then that that stuck so uh it's weird how songs get written that literally just that was the first thing i heard that came to mind when i heard that little melody and that that was that that song this is the seven rewrite song it's the hardest but uh it's it's it's, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, so you're about gonna be marriage. biased
0: against it i i didn't hear it through the rewrites i just heard the finished product and I think, I think it's awesome
1: so cool cool yeah no it it we i think we do things in a way where you can't tell too much or we just scrap the song it becomes a b-side if if for those you don't know songs that usually don't make the record have been chopped up and rehashed so many times they just yeah. They're not there. If they're, they're not an A-side,
0: some- they're a B-side.
1: Yeah. But this <laughs> song's about marriage. Um, I don't know if people get that, but hmm. um, it's about kind of like a young couple that gets married, kind of like you and Christy, um, hmm. and sort of got married when they were adolescents and had these adolescent memories together, but now they're older so it's kinda of like you're doing these things you did as kids to try to find that youthful energy right. you had in your relationship. So
3: uh,
1: I don't know if we just go through the the song. This song's called Little Bit Better.
0: Track three, Little Bit Better. And that's a nice little catchy number too.
1: Yeah, and we put this on many episodes because lyrically it just synced up with so many of these podcast episodes we were doing and A lot of people are like, what's that song? I can't find that song. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, a lot of our podcast is about trying to get a little
2: bit better.
1: Someone tweeted me the lyrics of this yesterday. It was cool. It's hard to know if how you feel is the way things really are.
0: Yeah, that's a good line. I mean, I like the melody of it.
1: I think that's my problem as a human being. I'm a very sensitive, very emotional person. That's probably the most personal line. I think I could sum up the last seven years of this drought in Sherwood. when It's hard to know if I wanted to do this record. It's hard to know if I was really pissed off at Dan enough to never talk to him again. Um, <laughs> or just how you
0: feel about the whole situation is, is true or uh, something that's kind of uh, conceptualized in your head to to be a certain way.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know how mad I was at him or if I if I had a justification to be as frustrated as I was or right. if everyone quit on me. Was, was that true? Did everyone quit Sherwood? Sure how-
2: would. That I begin? Every roadside be my guide feel a little bit better, a little
0: bit that Whatever narrative you tell yourself, absolutely. If it's a negative one, it can, it, def, it definitely can seem super real. And that's kind of what we're seeing in, in, in politics. Every politician drops a, a, some negative narrative about how the country is going to hell in a handbasket and people respond with this incredible fear that it's a reality, it's powerful.
2: It's very powerful.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and and I think the greatest maturity is to be able to see, sort through the feelings and actually... Say, "Well, this is true and this is not right. true, based on these feelings." And I, I don't know if I don't know if it's possible for anyone inside of a situation to do that, but some people can. But yeah, you need help. So that song's that's why we get married. That song's <laughs> yeah, right. Just to get a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so as long as we're just getting a little bit better every day, not not numbing the pain, but learning how to do good things with it. So that's what that song is about. Great, um, and it's one of my favorites on the record.
2: Gets us just a little bit closer Time I find the sun.
1: Uh, New Year's Eve, um, man. I just wanted to write a love story, like it happened to me. Um, yeah, and that's what that song's about. And that's that's a that's just a slow jam. It's got like a Jimmy Jimmy World feel, and uh, so it's it's like three memories. It's like how you kind of met somebody and you kind of had this moment. Like I don't know if you, looking back, like when's the first time like you remember like seeing christy and having this feeling of like you didn't have the previous time yeah yeah I know. and that. then you kind of knew i'm hooked i'm yep. hooked oh no i miss you yeah uh so it starts out with that hook of like um kind of like they're in the city they missed the train they lost their way home and then she leaves and you're like oh shit she's just left with like a feeling and I, I'm super vulnerable now and damn it <laughs> uh, so and then like at the end like them getting married and stuff so it, it's, it's just like a cool love song cool. Uh, but I, I like it
0: yeah talk about back home back home is the uh is 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 kind of like been the soundtrack for this podcast uh without people knowing where where it was from and a lot of people asking hey what's the music behind your guys's intro we we have the recorded intro where where we say welcome to don't you can play that there Yeah,
1: yeah yeah uh
0: that's the music from it and that is
1: this song Um, this was actually a B-side from our last record, and right ended up making it uh, on this record. I convinced Dan to. He was like, "I hate that song," and I'm like, "No, no, no. The verse is cool, and it's got a cool feel. It just needs a new chorus." So, um, so this is just a classic. Uh, you know where a lot of people are now. Just a lot of my friends are getting divorced, and uh, sadly, this kind of just became about a lot about. Yeah, that, that feeling that like something, some kind of grass is greener, um, Yeah. And but at the end the person's saying, you know, you think the grass is greener, but ever since the last time I've seen her, I know it's a lie, because baby, I'm on your side. Your side of the grass, so you're kind of finding out that at this point in life that like the grass isn't greener, it's actually fucking brown on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> But there's this mirage in your brain. It's oh, it's green. Get over yeah. there. This is dirt. Yeah. Someone spray painted the dirt.
0: Yeah. Be where you are.
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Unless it sucks, then le- I don't know. <laughs>
0: Give
2: me bad I, sometimes,
1: advice. Sometimes there is grass. The grass is dead on your side. Yeah. For every, sure.
0: Then you got to do something about that.
1: But that doesn't mean the grass is greener somewhere else. It just means you're standing on a dead lump of grass. Yeah. So be be wary of your, your where your shoes are. But Water your grass. Yes. First. <laughs> or get turf. And if it don't grow, well, you got problems, buddy. I don't know what to say. I, I don't how, to say how,
0: how far can we take this metaphor? I don't know. But anyway.
1: <laughs> back home cool, chill it. song. <laughs> death Death Cabbage. Yeah,
2: that's um, great. I know it all feels new, buddy.
1: and then bottle it up is your is, is the jam that you liked I initially. loved it
0: man it's classic sherwood it reminds me of sing but keep going the the record that i i really liked that i kind of was introduced to i think i might have was summer ep before or after that
1: uh summer ep was after
0: okay yeah so sing but keep going was the first um the first i'd heard of sherwood back before i even knew you it was just you were part of the scene and you played with uh, this Providence and some guys who were local. I remember I th- I think I went to a show just as a just to support our friends' band. No and you, way. And you guys no play, yeah. And everyone yeah. was talking about it. And everyone had the record. Everyone was talking about it. They they loved it. And I still love that record. It's high energy. Um, it's a it's a unique sound for that time period for that scene. It was. It's kind of sparse, but still like there's big rock drums. It's kind of raw, but still kind of full. It's, just, it's 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 an interesting sound. And I remember Dan saying like, "Yeah, yeah, we tracked that in like a week." And I'm like, "Really?" Because it sounds so good for being like an independent album. So, anyways, I first heard uh, "Bottle It Up" and I was like, "This reminds me of like classic Sherwood." It's just got that high energy, it's got that telly sound. Uh and just yeah. like
2: it's, it's great. I it I have
3: to
1: Yeah, I often think about Sigma Keep Going was uh uh, the first time our band, like, we, we really tried hard, but we put that record out, and it seemed like for a while there, it was like, we'd play in certain markets, and people would come out. Um, I, that was the first time we were out of town, and like, a couple hundred people would come to a show, and we were like, out of town. Right. You know what I mean? Like, not in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Going, yeah. whoa. That's like the
0: beginning stages of like, uh, internet music being shared and and it actually having a huge impact on your on your draw thousands of miles from home whereas before you would have to have some sort of radio campaign get you out there.
1: Yeah. I know and so that's cool that song reminds you of those times. And this is where the this is the song where the album title comes from, the last line, they say something's never leave you. So we pulled the album title. And it's the nostalgic
0: classic. It's the one that like is the throwback track, which is great. I love it. It splits splits the record right there in the middle. Yeah.
1: And it's cool because Dan Dan fought for that album title, or he at least went through the lyrics and said we could come up with a good album title. And I was ready just to kind of pick whatever, and he was like, No, 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 let's let's get a good album title. So uh, kudos to Dan for pushing us uh, yeah, is, there
0: was uh, I, I remember actually he sent us over like three options
1: yeah and Dan will do this he'll he'll, he'll do he'll, these yeah, he'll pull. voting systems
0: he should have been a pollster <laughs> <laughs> or something you know yeah. for, like politics because he polls everybody on everything he gets a lot of input but I, I remember yeah. I dropped my input I don't know if I i don't know if I actually voted for that one but it's really grown on me I like that when you abbreviate some things never leave you it spells Stanley
2: Without yeah. the A, yeah. but
0: you can put it together, kind of like a EDM band. Damn. So talk about talk about track seven, "Together Alone."
1: So yeah, we won't make you uh, suffer through this uh, podcast too much longer. Um, "Together Alone." um this is just like uh like today okay so let's 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 be real here i'm i'm i had to go into town to drop my my brother and sister-in-law off at the airport and i had to go to a coffee shop to finish editing the podcast um with chris Hoke, and i was behind and i was kind of frantic so i found a coffee shop dude i'm sitting there editing this podcast my headphones in i'm like listening to chris's words and taking out the ums and the space and the background noise and adding music and such and, dude, everyone's on their phone. <laughs> like, couples come in, they sit down, they get coffee, and then they just, and I'm, like, sitting there behind, like, five people, and I can just see their, I their, can't see what they're looking at, but I can see, oh, that guy's on Instagram, that guy's on Twitter. Right. And I'm just, like, and, you know, when you're doing creative projects, you space out for, like, five seconds, you collect your thoughts, and you come back, and then you grind it out. And I'm just, like, looking around. Everyone's on their phone. It's a, it's a problem. It's probably Never one of the... Alone. So this is a song I wrote almost the whole thing, um, which is kind of rare for a Sherwood song. Most of the time, Dan has his his way with, mm-hmm. with the songs. So this one started with me and the, and the melodies and the lyrics and everything. So I was out one night with my kid in the backyard and I just went,
2: the moment. When you're driving, yeah, yeah,
1: and your friends are fast, and then the and then then uh, the whole song kind of came together. So it's uh, it's just uh, it's these happened, moments where
0: yeah, that's happened to me too, where it's just it's just the first line of the song jumps into your head, and you go, well, there it is, and then you just follow you just follow the you follow the line, and then it, the song finishes.
1: But I'm used <laughs> to sending those ideas to Dan, and him going, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but he left like, cool. he heard it,
0: and he goes, that's great.
1: No, yeah, this is like the first time I sent him something I like wrote a lot, a big portion of, and I was like, What do you think? He's like, I like it. I'm like, What the hell? It's great. The work of Jesus in your life is, is <laughs> monumental. So,
2: <laughs> are you coming?
0: So talk about yeah. So talk about track nine. We got three tracks left. We can go through them all. T- yeah. Talk about the first.
1: Um, the first. Which is that? Oh, that's up there. Um, the first. Yeah, that's 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 a love song that Dan wrote. Um,
0: ah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember him saying that his wife Jaffrey had never. Um always bugged him because he never wrote a love song for her. So I think that's he was doing his due diligence as a husband. Uh, I like it. It's a good song. It's a good love song.
1: I'm just noticing now, dude, on the vinyl, I don't think we included the first lyrics on the final artwork. <laughs> the little things. I
0: mean, that's just how it happened, right? Like, there's always some sort of small there's no there's no art there's no lyrics for the first oh there you go <laughs> <say>. sorry Jeffrey <laughs> damn tried you really tried to put this up, but then the gods decided I'm not the art gods decided not to add
2: the lyrics have I ever told you that you were the first to bathe me in water quenching my thirst have I ever told you so much more questions that i've never had before could not imagine this setting
0: sun. the old ways i love how this record ends man i mean this is some of it seems like some of the most mature lyrics uh or thoughtful or existential lyrics that i've heard come from Sherwood. I mean you guys have always killed nostalgia. Um nouns, people's pla- people places things. Like y- you can put someone in a scene really well, but this stuff is like it seems like really heady and, and different. Uh talk about talk about the old ways.
1: And this song is so short I could just read the lyrics. I think it's kind of the only song sure. I think is pretty cool. Makes, it says, yeah. It's the same as the day I started out. I don't really want to change. I don't need to figure it out. Every morning the same. I wash my hands of me. I put one, hand, one foot in front of the other. I'm not who I could be. But when the old ways don't work anymore. When your mind's made, there's no room anymore. There was a time I would sing, drifting off to sleep. And every night I could hear your melody. Now in the darkness I lay and all that's left of me is just one foot in front of the other. I'm not who I could be. So, The um, old
0: ways, when the old ways don't work anymore. Yeah.
3: When the old
1: the old ways don't work yeah you guys don't
0: have a lot of kind of sad songs or songs that are super reflective in that way i mean as far as i far as my limited scope of fanship so i really i really appreciated that and then i mean that goes right into the unknown which i think is my favorite my favorite song on the album which you've guys stuck at the end but it's because it's a killer ending track uh but yeah talk about the unknown and kind of what arrived you know why is this the song that it seemed like you and Dan kind of saw eye to eye on this as being something that you'd want the fans to hear first and something that was kind of a unified front between the two of you.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. And then there's a song that's like six minutes, but the lyrics, it's like three lines. So um, that's always something fun and special. Um, just kind of the song, it was just meant to sort of be powerful, but didn't need a lot of words to make it powerful. Um, I don't know this song just had a lot of emo throwback feelings and uh it, it just kind of started off with like a cool little riff and then like I, I i really fought to make the first two lines kind of kind of powerful and really just you know two hands hold my father's cup once his drink the other stuck on everything i've tried to push away so uh and then the, and then the devil whispers uh sort of this uh very uh you can live a thousand years if you stay on the straight and narrow way so a, a very spiritual tempting moment where um
0: i like the yeah you there's a scene you, immediately you put the listener in in a place in a scene physically and then here's the situation where you're tempted to stay but it's kind of ironic that the devil's tempting you to do that with me your whole life that's what that's what god wants for you
1: <laughs> i think staying on the straight and narrow way actually uh uh in this in the classical conservative sense is just really um impossible i don't know this song just feels really honest to me just kind of really like calling out like a lot of the just traditional kind of the certainty crap. and the
0: yeah the canned answers a lot of canned spiritual answers that we were kind of fed growing up which is kind of what this whole thing is if you if you consider yourself a spiritual person you believe in something that can't be known there's something outside there's something spiritual outside of the physical
1: when you really step back and you give up control of your life and you say you know what i'm gonna let i'm gonna kind of let this thing become something in my life. Uh, I'm not going to force it to become something. What, what's right. going to happen? Yeah. You have this beautiful transformation of letting go of your strict, rigid, I know everything. Right. I'm just going to let
3: go.
0: You guys, this album's really good. Uh, type in Sherwood. Some things never leave you in any of your online music listening destinations. Or go to sherwoodmusic.net. And you can purchase it right from the band. Uh, highly recommend you guys checking this out, especially since it's summertime and there's a lot of feeling good on this record. The summertime, it'll it'll satisfy our summertime blues.
1: And you're a good you you're a good friend, Matt. You're, you've you've taken this whole podcast episode to talk about my my, my band and well, my I record.
0: Hope you can return the favor when the classic crime has a new record.
1: On. I will, man. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> ask you all kinds of dirty secrets we gotta support secrets. each
0: other we're in this we're in this together alone alright enough metaphors jam the jam the song you guys and, and pick up the record until next week
3: some people never see won't wake up